Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children and builds specially adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, as well as work to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He's never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades in arms, nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the Foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why doesn't New York City want more migrants? This is the question that I am forced to ask right now, because if you were to, say, take a moment to listen to the mayor of New York City, in fact, listen to a number of different Democrat politicians in states, we'll get into that in, in a moment, Uh, You'd get the sense that migrants, migrants, which is our word for newly arrived illegal aliens who are scamming the asylum system. That's not what migrants means. Uh, You would think that somehow the arrival of these migrants wasn't some massive economic stimulus program, which is so very strange because we've all been led to believe for so many years the, the endless stream of assurances, of propaganda, uh, that we're a nation not just of immigrants, but we're a nation of illegal immigrants. Illegal immigrants do the jobs Americans won't do. Illegal immigrants are the foundation of the new America. And if you have any problem with the violations of law or the uh, lack of 
assimilation, the overwhelming of the assimilation process that we've had in this country for a very long time. You're a bad person. Now, that was what we were all told, and yet here I am sitting here and being told by the mayor of New York um, that this is a crisis that they have close to now 100,000 migrants who have ended up in New York City, uh, and the city is facing a multi, multi-billion dollars, a projected $12 billion now. That's what New York City is going to need to deal with the migrants. That's more than the budgets of the fire department, parks department, and uh, one other department combined. I forget which one it is. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, no matter what city you're talking about. Here is Mayor Adams, though, telling everybody about this. Well, think about what happened in the last few um, uh, months. Uh, We have created a funnel. All of the bordering states have now took the funnel right to New York City. New York York City is the economic engine of this entire state and country. Mm. If you decimate this city, you're going to decimate the foundation of what's happening. Look at Chicago, Los Angeles, uh, Houston, and now you're hearing the governor of Massachusetts. And so when people say what they have, we gave them $100 million, $12 billion bill? What table are we dining at? When you see all the people that are just laying in the streets, you walk by, it is jaw-dropping. And the numbers keep coming and coming when you think... There's, I, I don't have any more room at the end, so to speak. Along with the unhoused people we already have here. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And think about the miracle that took place over the last year in April when this really started coming from a governor who wanted to use people as pawns. Okay, so the mayor is, first off, you, you got to love the, oh, you know, this is a, using people as pawns. Why, why are they being used as pawns? They said they wanted them. New York is a sanctuary city. New York City should be thrilled that all these migrants are showing up from the border. Illegals. Notice how we're all just slowly the, the, the drumbeat of the language change filters into all of our consciousness. These are people who do not have a lawful right to be in the country. Now, people are going to claim, they're going to say, oh, they want asylum. They are not asylum seekers. They do not have a specific and credible and real threat against their safety in their home country because of who they are. They also have all traversed through Mexico, and they're almost overwhelmingly not Mexican nationals, to be clear. These are people from all over the world, a lot of them from Central and South America now. Uh, They didn't try to get asylum in Mexico. So... That means that they're not actually looking for, oh, my gosh, I need a place to be where I can be a safe human being because my own country is going to torture me, murder me, kill my family. Anything. That's what asylum is for. I'm a political dissident. I'm going to end up in the gulag unless you take me in. That's what asylum is for. These people, they're not asylum seekers. They just have all gotten word through the uh, coyotes, the smugglers. The cartel smuggling networks have been on this for a long time. They're making more money now, they estimate, from the human smuggling maybe even than the drug smuggling at some of the uh, plazas, some of the regions they control along the border. And so you say to yourself, well, well, hold on a second. If they wanted to just be in a safe country, wouldn't they stop in Mexico Wouldn't they stop in Mexico and say, hey, can I have asylum here? But that's not what they do. 
And why doesn't Mexico take them? Is it racist that Mexico won't take in all these asylum seekers? They're going to contribute to the economy. They're going to do the jobs uh, Mexicans won't do. It's going to be great. It's going to, they're going to flourish. It's going to be amazing. What's the problem? Oh, you mean they're lying to you? You mean that the entire Democrat apparatus, you mean that all of the elites in Chicago, New York, L.A., D.C., who summer in enclaves of extreme wealth and who live in safe neighborhoods that people who are even middle or upper middle class could never even dream of affording to live in, um, they're okay with the situation? Or they had been okay with it until now? Yeah, because it didn't affect them. It was El Paso's problem. It was McAllen's problem. But now it is Midtown Manhattan's problem. Now it's on the streets of America's largest city. Now the mayor is crying out for more and more funding to house these individuals. Think about this. There's actually a New York Post piece on this. What is the calculation that is being made? by these migrants. What is the incentive structure? I'm going to get back to that in a second. Let's talk about our sponsor, Tunnel to Towers. Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families since September 11, 2001. Like Franklin, Tennessee police officer Jeffrey Carson and his family. Officer Carson left a country music career behind to serve his community. He spent 14 years with the Franklin Police Department before he suffered a fatal heart attack in the line of duty in 2022. Within weeks, Tonta Towers met with Officer Carson's wife and son to let them know they would never have to worry about their mortgage again. This is what the foundation does. When a first responder dies in the line of duty and leaves behind a young family, Tonta Towers is there to take care of them. The foundation has helped hundreds of first responder families across America by removing the burden of a mortgage thanks to supporters like you. Join them on their mission. It only takes $11 a month. I donate every month. Please donate if you can. Go to T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Okay, so this New York Post piece on asylum. And I got to tell you something. Um, you, you try to find, you try to find um, stories on this. And if you're not using the term asylum, if you type in illegal alien, it doesn't even come up. It doesn't even appear. Um. So that just shows you how much the language change is affecting everything and our perception of this as well. So now they're thinking about setting up. They were going to do Central Park for uh, for these migrants. They're going to Randall's Island. I know I used to play all of my high school sports on Randall's Island. It's also next to a really scary looking psychiatric facility. Put that aside. Uh, the Ward's Island facility, which I believe houses the uh, criminally insane. So that's where they, you know, it's not, this is not high value real estate. They're moving all of these individuals to Randall's Island to uh, set up some kind of encampment there for them. So it's a refugee camp. That's what this is. When you take people who claim that they are asylum seekers, you're setting up a refugee camp on Randall's Island. And this is what is happening right now. And I told you, but well, what, what's the incentive structure? Let's talk about the incentive structure for a moment. Um, you come from, let's say, Venezuela. Venezuela, a not long ago, proud, beautiful, awesome country, doing very well, um, destroyed by Marxism, by social justice, just so everyone understands that. 
you know, the equity agenda, the social justice agenda completely flattened and annihilated the Venezuelan economy and destroyed everything along with it. Law and order, people's sense of just being able to live their lives with any with any peace, with any stability, destroyed because they the, the policies that AOC and Bernie want, Venezuela got. Just largest proven oil reserves in the world, and now it's a country that can't feed itself. But let's say you, you come from Venezuela. Um, or, or even let, let's say you come from Bolivia. I'll just, I'll just move a, a, to a different country. You come to Bolivia. Um, you are going to be housed when you get here, when you get sent in, to a $400 a night hotel in Manhattan. They're going to put you up in a $400 a night hotel. All these different human rights groups and open borders advocates are going to show up and try to get you food. If you brought your kids with you, they're going to make sure that your kids go to school. The taxpayer is going to have to foot the bill for more English as, as a second language teachers and, and all this. You, you say, well, well, hold on a second. What is life like if you were to stay uh, in your home country? Well, you're getting put in a $400 a night hotel. If you used to make $20, um, if you used to make $20 a week, now you're in a $400 a night hotel, you know, back in your home country, a $400 a night hotel, and if you can get some kind of uh, some kind of day work, you find yourself in a situation, um, you know, making... Okay, here you go. This is from the, the New York Post uh, piece right here. Um, this, is, this is important, okay? So you understand why this is all happening. Uh, the Leafy Park, which divides the lively hip neighborhoods of Williamsburg and Greenpoint, is providing respite for this guy, Muhika, who left his $40 a month job as a forensic pathology assistant in Venezuela, is now working under the table doing demolition and construction in Brooklyn. He says he makes between $700 and $800 a week, a $40,000 a year annual cash salary, untaxed and under the table. So he was working as a forensic pathologist in Venezuela for 20 bucks a week, $80 a month. He is now doing jobs under the table in America for $800 a week, untaxed, in cash, plus we're going to give him and his family all the benefits, the $400 a night hotel for who knows how long, set them up with free housing, set them up with free food, set them up with free health care. Now, why am I pointing this out? Does this make him a bad person? It does not. Obviously, he wants the best life for himself and his children, and he's responding to the incentive structure. I get it. I have I have no no animus toward that desire. That I, I understand that. But I'm pointing this out to show everybody: if you can come to a country with better rule of law and an economy that allows you to make, you know, uh, trying, to, trying to do the math on the fly here, to make 50 times as much in a year, or, you know, 20 or 30 times as much in a year as you would doing a more professional job in your home country, who's not going to come here? Who isn't going to want to live in America for a 20x raise? plus access to all the welfare state and everything else that's going on here. This is never going to stop is the point. This is not going to end. As long as this is 
asylum. We have a wide open door. We have de facto open borders. Just look at those incentives. And you see how clear that, and I'm not even getting into, I mean, what does this mean for overcrowded schools in major cities and all the English as a second language teaching that's going on and the expansion of the welfare state and we already are $30 trillion in debt? What what does it mean? No. Can't talk about any of that. Where are these open borders people? Now, it grows the economy, they always say, having illegals here. Well, there's, there's inputs and outputs. Okay, people are doing work that's adding to the economy. If they do any work that adds to the economy, what are their expenses? Housing, health care, everything. Well, what does that cost? Oh, yeah. They don't, like, they don't like to talk about that. It's not just New York, too, I want to tell you. We'll get to this in just a moment. You know, some companies never get weary of providing great value to Americans. My Pillow is one of them. Now in business for 20 years, they're still on a mission to provide the best possible value. The MyPillow employees want to thank every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their amazing MyPillow. You know they've sold some 80 million pillows in just 20 years' time? When you use my promo code on the website, that's Buck, B-U-C-K, you can buy their queen and king-size MyPillows for more than $50, 50% rather, 50% off. The queen size is just $19.98. The king size is just $10 more. In addition to those deals, you'll also find deep discounts on other popular MyPillow products, such as their bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, towels, the my slippers, and so much more. Just go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener square to buy these new pillows at those prices with my promo code Buck. Every MyPillow product comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty, even during a sale like this. That's mypillow.com. Use promo code Buck at mypillow.com to get these amazing 20th anniversary specials. You are going to love it. Check it out today. All right, so it's not just New York, which I think is such an important part of all of this. You have May uh, Governor rather Maura Healy has declared a state of emergency in Massachusetts. He says there are more than 5,500 families receiving services, including very young children and pregnant people. So they've got roughly 20,000 people in shelters, dorms, and hotels across the state. So it's Massachusetts. They've had similar situation in Chicago. If they were able to process these people quickly and they were able to be self, uh, self-sustaining self in our society, get a job, get a house, and people are going to say, oh, they're not legally allowed. They're not legally allowed to work. Well, a, a lot of them are working. It, it, no, notice it's now it's, oh, oh, illegals can't work. Wait, hold on a second. I thought illegals were doing the jobs Americans Americans won't do. You can't have it both ways. I thought if we got rid of the illegal workforce in this country, all the construction would stop and all the agricultural work would would come to a screeching halt. So we know there are illegals working everywhere, but now it's all these illegals. Give me a break. Well, they can't work. That's the problem. They're not allowed to work. So we're supposed to let them work illegally. No, they're not supposed to be in the country. If we were a serious country, which we unfortunately no longer are on the issue of immigration at all. In fact, we're just trying to burn the whole place down, it seems, uh, in terms of sovereignty and rule of law. I mean, that is what is going on. Uh, but if we were a serious country, we would set up, um, we, for, well, first off, we would change the credible fear test. We would tell people, if you enter the country illegally, I don't care, you're not allowed to stay here. Like, that's it, you're turned back. No more of this defensive, they call it a defensive asylum claim, where you enter illegally, and then you say, oh, but I want, I, I want asylum. I'm a refugee. 
They're not. But they've all been coached. They've all been instructed. This is the biggest scam. This is 6 million people. This is the biggest scam going right now, and I think that you need to understand the full implications of this. The Democrats, they can't control this. It's going into an election year. They don't know what they're going to do, right? Because if the American people know about this, Democrats will lose in 2024. I mean, if they really know about it, if they understand the full implications, Democrats will lose. So they're going to do everything they can to lie about it, mislead you. Now, who's going to pay the bill? I was just talking about Massachusetts says 20,000 immigrants in shelters. Who's going to pay the bill for all this? Well, the governor and of Massachusetts and the mayor of New York City, they have an idea. I'll answer the question in a second. You know, uh, I shave about once a week, and uh, I only have to do it once. You know why? Because the shave is so close, um, and it's phenomenal. It's a great way to uh, shave when you've got the best possible tools. And that's one blade shave. Look, I've got one right here. If you're watching, by the way, you hit subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're listening to this on audio because you can actually see me. It's kind of, it's more fun. Plus, I need more than, you know, five YouTube subscribers or else I'm just going to have to do audio only. So come on, help me out. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we've got a huge podcast audience, YouTube audience. It's not, not what it should be. It's because people don't know about it. Um, but so I'm holding a, a one blade in my hand right now. And uh, one blade is amazing. I mean, this is, first of all, it looks cool. It's uh, well-constructed. It's a real implement, a real tool. And once you shave with your one-blade razor, you're never going to go back to anything else. You put, the, you put a blade in. You've got a fresh blade when you shave, and you change it out each time, and it's the absolute best, the closest, best shave you're ever going to get. So get yourself a one-blade razor today. Elevate your shave experience. You'll get 20% off your order at one blade. Go to onebladeshave.com slash buck. That's one blade shave. O-N-E, spell it out, onebladeshave.com slash buck. You'll get 20% off your first order. So who's going to pay? Who's going to pay for this? You are. You're saying, oh, no, Buck, I'm not going to pay for it. I, I, I live in Nebraska. I live in Utah. I live in Georgia. No, you're going to pay for it because that's the whole point now. Federal income tax, federal spending. You are going to pay. That's what the mayor of New York City is saying. It's a federal issue. The governor of Massachusetts, it's a federal issue. This is a federal emergency. So if you think that your state has any, you know, up or down say on this, nope, not really. Even if your state isn't the one that has the migrants congregating in large numbers running up these crazy, uh, crazy debts, it doesn't change anything. Doesn't change anything. Because they're going to try to push for this to be a federal budgetary issue. How do we stop this? You need people who understand what's wrong with the system and are willing to shut the whole thing down, are willing to decrease illegal immigration, are willing to make the case we need to decrease legal immigration as well. We've had a lot of immigration in the country recently. Like, the last 30 years has been the most massive transformation of American demographics really we've ever seen. And you say, okay, you know, Legal immigrants coming lawfully, that's great, but there's always going to be a cap. There's always going to be a number. Right now, it's about a million a year. We need the assimilation processes to play out. We need people to develop roots in this country, to grow their families in this country, to Americanize, as they always have over time. If you just throw the doors wide open, you get, you know, five million people uh, uh, every, every year or two just coming into the country with no... Stopping 
this is just a matter of federal law. You can just point out this is what the law says. What I'm saying is what the law says. So if it's so bad, if you're not allowed to talk about this, why do we have immigration at all? Why do we have an immigration system? They just try to shut people down with slurs about, oh, it's you're, you're being xenophobic. What? I'm the one who's saying we have these laws. The Democrats could change the laws. They don't. They just let them get violated and create massive loopholes in them. That's not the way it's supposed to work. It's a huge issue, folks. We'll continue to follow it here. Thanks for hanging out. Shields high. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran Programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.